Oh, yeah. She sounds hot. Here we go. Five, four, three. <laughs> Hi, hello, Wiffle Nation, and welcome to the 2022 National Wiffle Wiffy Award Show. I'm your host, Carl Coffey. With me is the all-time leader in NWA tournament walks with 180, Sam Skibby. What's up, Sam? Probably not something to be proud of, Carl, considering that's one of the, the negative things that people talk about the tournament, kind of. But uh, I appreciate the nod anyway, and my brother overtook me in the home run, so I don't have that claim anymore. Uh, but it's great to be here, and I'm so happy to have you back behind the mic. You've been doing this for so many years, so thanks for stepping up and doing it again this year. No problem. I could have been real jerk. You also lead the tournament in uh, strikeouts as a batter. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that out. And also, the president of the J.J. Neely Fan Club, Jacob Davey. What's up, Jacob? Oh, get out of here, Carl. Okay. It's, good to be on. it's good to be on. I knew that would make Thanks you laugh. Thanks for having me. These are the big five awards. We all know them. Rookie of the Year, Field of the Year, Hitter of the Year, Pitcher of the Year, and player of the year you guys ready to dive in ready awesome so rookie of the year first last year won by brandon bass out of the ridley park Wiffleball league we got three great nominees sawyer behan i didn't say that right did i being yeah being that works awesome mlw kwl you with um just the up-and-coming big name nick elliott from the olw and scrabble hrl great nickname the only guy on this list and all the things from the hrl does that kind of surprise you sam skibby hrl you know one of the biggest leagues in the country and, and the only big award is him yeah you know they have they dominated when they were in the central region for so long and obviously moving to the west region and the west is up and coming i mean you got premier premier league wiffle that is an up and coming one the mo Whiff league here in in st louis as well that's a big fast pitch up and coming one so hrl dominated for so long for so many years and uh it's, it's kind of nice to get some spread out love from everybody. So, you know, I've noticed from HRL, it's getting a lot younger. But when back in the day, it was a bunch of old dudes and, and it's getting a lot younger. Have you noticed that? Yeah, they, they still have the old dudes that hang around, yeah. obviously. But yeah, they are definitely uh, moving in a good, re- good direction. It's the biggest league going in their 20th season in 2023. Well, why don't you tell us the winner and then maybe uh, Jay, Jacob could talk about it. Who do you got? Yeah, you know, all three of these guys um, were great rookies. Last year, you talked about uh, Brandon from Ridley Park, and he has done a fantastic job in his sophomore season as well. And you can definitely tell that these three guys can maybe make that next step in 2023. This year, though, it was it went with the hot name. We had a lot of voters this year. I want to thank all of our voting committee for being a part of this. And they all pretty much Close to unanimous had Sawyer Bean from MLW, KWL, and UF fame in 2022. Sawyer Bean really showed his stuff even at SoFi Stadium. So I think everybody took notice. Yeah, Jacob, what do you got to say about this kid? He's younger than you, so you can call him kid. <laughs> He's an up-and-comer, Carl. It's, it's good to see him involved in a bunch of different leagues. Uh, the KWL, MLW, you know, big name following him on the uh, – it was good to see him in the MLW championship and then performing on the big stage at UFC. Well-deserved award. And shout out to the uh, chemical chemical balance podcast. They also mentioned Sawyer being as one of the uh, top players under 21 that they would sign to a big contract and oh. Sawyer being with his nice drop ball. So he's getting noticed everywhere for sure. And I have to assume he lives in Michigan. You, you kind of assume you, <laughs> you hope think so. So. <laughs> otherwise he's traveling. All right. Fielder of the year. Speaking of MLW, Jimmy Norb, one of Sam's guys. He won it last year. This year, we got four nominees. David Davis out of Orable. 
Tom Gannon. He plays in pretty much every league in probably the Western Hemisphere. Cole Layton out of Mo Whiffs, Skibby. And Tim McElrath, NWLA U Whiff. We all know these guys. So, so listen, no MLW guy this year. Sam, does that kind of shock you? You know, they've dominated the Midwest for a long time, the central region. You know, Kyle Schultz was the central fielder of the year back in 2019, Drew Davis in 2020, Jimmy Norp in 2021. But I think, you know, Orville's getting some love. And before we got on this podcast, Davey and I and you were talking about, you know, the those slow pitch, those medium pitch leagues definitely get a lot more chances in the field. And David Davis had an incredible year for Orable. Um, not to take anything away from Jimmy Norp. He was also nominated for central fielder of the year, but um, I think David Davis um, definitely showed a lot of great fielding prowess in Orable. And it was one that I think is surprising, even Orable. He's an up and comer, even in their league. So um, yeah, it's, it's interesting not to see another MLW guy in, but I'm, I'm proud of the, the work that Orable has been putting in. Yeah. I've kind of, with uh, Jacob, he said it off the air. It's hard to take fast pitch fielding very serious. So, so my vote would have went to Orable just by default because it's a it's a pitch to contact. Jacob, why do you feel this way? I just well, first of all, for Tim to win a fast pitch, it's pretty impressive. You know, going off what you guys said, but yeah, just the chances and the the amount of plays that you make in a medium pitch game. Um, but I remember Tim has made some crazy catches in the steel city showdown championship that we hosted he barreled over the fence and had a pretty much a championship saving uh catch robbed a home run of sean ryan and uh he's done many of those throughout the year so well deserved sometimes the east coast you know style as well you can make those big plays and they're more noticeable because they don't happen as often, right? You have more strikeouts. So I think the fielding, sometimes it takes you back and you're like, Oh my gosh, like that was an amazing play because you don't see it as often. So, and then obviously in the West region, Tom Gannon and Cole Layton, as you mentioned, Carl, um, they tied, like we've had more voters in our voting committee than we've ever had before. And it's a ranking system. So they rank everybody in it. And for them to come out tied for a region, I was like, let's just put them both in. And yeah. it might split the West region votes um, in the final vote. But uh, Cole Layton won it in two awards. He won the top fielding in two awards. And Tom Gannon obviously has been putting on a clinic in PLW. And um, he definitely lobbied for himself. That's for sure. So I think I think Jacob, Jacob kind of uh, spoiled it. <laughs> it's all right. Little, that's all right. So go ahead, announce it officially, Sam. Yeah, fielder of the year this year went to the fastest pitch lead. Oh, it wasn't in announced. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim McElrath did take home fielder of the year. Um, he was nominated last year in 2021, but couldn't pass up. Last year, those nominees, Jimmy Norton, Tim McElrath, and Chris Metter, I mean, three amazing names in the field. And then this year, Tim McElrath puts up against some other great fielders and he takes it home this year. So Tim McElrath definitely showed his prowess, like uh, Davies said, in uh, many other tournaments besides UF, but definitely UF and NWA tournament. He definitely was the left fielder for his team and took control of the field. Two done, three to go. A lot of juggernauts on this list and they already have one award. Let's see if they can win any more. Let's go to the hitting something, Sam and Jacob. You guys do this very well. Last year, won by Ben Stant. We all know Ben Stant. This is a powerhouse trio, man. Ben Stant, Gus Gibby, Grant Miller. Love all three of these guys. Of all these awards, this is this is one of my favorites because these are three guys that I hear their names all the time. I know a couple of them personally. So I'm excited to uh, hear who wins. Go ahead, just name it, and then we'll talk about the winner. 
Uh, yeah, we, uh, I'll name it right away. It's, it's going to be Ben Stant again. And I think everybody will tell you he is the best hitter in wiffle ball period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and what he did in Ma and what he did at United Wiffle is unprecedented. Uh, and it was impossible to get him out on Sunday. And that's when you are facing the top people, top pitchers in the tournament in United Wiffle. And it seemed like every pitcher was struggling to get him out. And he is the, I think he is the reason that the juggernauts are so great on the offensive side because he is constantly in their ear telling them what to look for. And he is somebody that you really want in your squad. So he's going to win. Not to take anything away from the other two nominees, as you said, Carl. I mean, they are fantastic hitters in their own right and had fantastic seasons. But uh, Ben Stanton just can't compete with him right now at the plate. I've seen both of you guys locked in. I know, Sam, I remember the 2016 tournament. You could, you could hit anyone. I, I know Jacob, I think in 2019, had a, had a big tournament. It's such a confidence thing with hitting, right? And yeah. with Ben, it just seems to keep doing it year in and year out. How do you think he does it? I don't know. And and the, the juggernauts will be the first ones to tell you they put in the work. You know, they practice and they have those hitting machines and they're taking BP almost every day and they're working out and they're doing that work. You know, I, I don't have the time to do the work. And that's why I'm not winning national championships, Carl. So um, but for Ben Stant, he's doing it. And uh, I, I know Davey has seen him play a lot more. And I'm sure you can say a lot more about Ben Jacob, but he's he's an incredible talent to watch. Yeah, Jake, do you think if you're a betting man, will he win this again next year? I would, he would be the favorite for sure. I mean, there's yeah. tournaments I go to in Ma and some of the pitches that he even, I mean, not even home runs that he hits, but just making contact on some of the crazy pitches and scuff ball. Yeah. It's, it's impressive to see. Another thing, how does he, how does he hit with the yellow bat? Still decent. He just as, yeah, he's good. Yeah. His first year of NWLA, he struggled, I believe. He wasn't as great. And then, but he's one of those great hitters that he gets used to it. And last year, he was their best hitter. So he's going to figure it out. And I think next year, Ma's going to break out at NWLA, especially with a shorter drive. So it's going to be, um, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch him develop with the yellow as well. Grant Miller had a great year for KWL. Um, he won the United Wiffle Home Run Derby, finally breaking into that top three. That was from back-to-back years, and he beat uh, he beat him in the finals. So Grant Miller, great hitter, his own right. And Gus, uh, obviously my brother, um, and I even told him, I said, even before the voting happened, I said, you're not winning because Grant and Ben had a much better yeah. season than you. But saying that, Gus had the best offensive season in our league we've ever seen in the history, in our 20 years. He's and not slowing down. Yeah, for him to not win this award and for us to have the best season possible, we realize we're never going to win this award ever because there's nobody that's going to top it. So anyway, hitter of the year, Ben Stant. All right, that that juggernaut tally is now at two. If you're keeping at track at home, they have they have two of these awards out of three let's move on the pitcher of the year won by your friend cameron smith last year mm-hmm. and this year we have another guy out of the st louis region jordan smith any relation uh no relation same league uh and cameron and jordan were 1a 1b the whole time last year cameron smith i think his entire body of work is what got him to win the award from playing in multiple leagues and then also playing uh, at high levels at the national tournaments and doing very well. So um, Cameron definitely deserved it last year. This year took a step back um, because he has such a great year the first year and he'll be the first one to tell you. So, but Jordan definitely took it over and got the side whiffle for Moif. And joining him on this list, Ryan McElrath, of course, the the other juggernaut mall NWA tournament, UF and now this, this, I wasn't following Wiffle as much as this year, but I heard this name over and over and over and he really fascinates me. 
kind of reminds me how just how Farkas came on the scene and just dominated right away. Will Smithy, Circle City, NWA, and you with yeah. another powerhouse trio, right, Jacob? Yeah, I mean, some of the best players in the game. Yeah, all three at a United Wiffle showing off their stuff. So definitely a, a, a very good trio um, with some top ten, top top end talent. Is it a, a third juggernaut winner, Sam's? Could it be another juggernaut winner? We have the trio. It is a triple sweep for the juggernauts. I think everybody will tell you there is nobody better on the carpet right now than Ryan McElrath. Hence the reason the juggernauts have won so many national championships. It's easy when you have, not easy, I won't say it's easy because it's never easy to win a national championship, but it puts you in a good position when you have the best pitcher and the best hitter in the game on your team. So Ryan McElrath will take it taking nothing away from Jordan Smith and Will Smithy had fantastic seasons in their own right, but Ryan McElrath is on another level. All right. Let me ask you something, Jacob, but these guys, these guys win a lot and often that can make them villains and, and they're hated, but are, are they truly hated in the Wiffle community because they just win or are they graceful winners? No, I mean, honestly, I think it's, you got to respect them. I mean, to do this at the level that they've been doing for the past couple of years, it's, you just got to respect it. Yeah. And... Fast pitch, scuff, wiffle ball never been more competitive than it is now. So to do it these years twice in a row, it's insane, right, Sam? Yeah, and you talked about how Will Smithy, you know, came onto the scene kind of like Farkas. And I remember the first year he pitched was in Pittsburgh for NWA tournament. And we faced off against him, I think, in maybe the first game. And he, they beat us in pool play. He beat us, and we just kind of were – taking it lightly. And we were like, Oh, this guy's good. I think we, we kind of humbled him a bit with like two home runs in the first inning. We hit two home runs. And I tell you what, the next year he came back and nobody could hit him. And we played him again this year and he shut the door and closed out a game that we had. And he also held us one, nothing held us down in the winner's bracket um, finals. So it was Will Smithy constantly getting better. And it's scary to see how good he can climb in the future. And he'll probably win this eventually. Yeah, do you think with with uh, Juggernaut's dominance in the NBA tournament having only 12 teams, do you think Smithy's dominance kind of got pushed under the rug a little bit? Like not yeah. as much attention as it deserved? I mean, he's NWLA MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. him and Reed Warner co-MVPs. I mean, I, I think that people realize how good he is. Just Ryan McElrath from a pitching perspective, yeah. how much work he puts in, and he's he's definitely the best pitcher right now. All right, let's go on to player of the year. The final award. Guess what? A juggernaut's not going to win this one, correct? Because <laughs> they're not nominated. There you go. All right, that's the only way it can happen. Last year, it was won by the Grant Miller out of the Kalamazoo Wiffle Ball League. Great guy. Yep. And here are the nominees. Gus Skibby. He, 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 he doesn't get older. He just gets better, right? Come on. Yep. Will Smithy. Thank we you. just named him. We just talked about him. And Mike Stiles. Now, tell me about this Mike Stiles guy. David, you take it. Mike Styles, quality player uh, from New York. I think he plays in Golden Stick along with, I think, um, he Ma. plays in Ma. He's yeah. played on, um, I believe it's Earl, mm-hmm. and uh, faced him a handful of times. Um, good bat at the plate, and he's there. He's pitched some playoff games in, in Ma tournaments and has has shown some success. Yeah, we faced off against him in UF, and I – 
my brother started the game and then I came in afterwards and we were just lost from the start with Mike Styles pitching. And, you know, me and my brother, we're like, we get the radar gun because we we're on that field one, Davey, you know, and we have the radar yeah. gun and me and Gus are like, we hit 70, you know, we hit 75. <laughs> and then Mike Styles comes in. It's like 95, 94, like yeah. 98. We're like, okie dokie. Like we couldn't even touch it. So Mike Styles. Yeah, incredible pitcher. And then he hit fantastic in yeah. Gaul this year, um, which is another reason he's a great two-way player playing in many leagues. So Mike Styles deserves it for the East. I believe he's a Division One baseball player or used to be. Wow. Did not know that. And uh, what did Gus do pitching-wise to get on this list? So like I told you, he had the best offensive season we've mm -hmm. ever seen. He also had the best pitching season SWBL has ever seen. We have never had somebody have so many decisions. He had seven <laughs> wins out of 10 games and oh, there's a, there's a innings cap for us as well. So basically you can pitch six full games. So the fact that he had seven wins mm -hmm. in a cap of six full games. So it just showed you, they just pushed in together, had a low ERA for, for medium pitch. Um, so his, on both sides of the ball, kind of breaking a lot of records for us, I think kind of maybe catapulted him forward with the voters because um, it's tough, you know, in, in HRL, it's, you got to have a great season, just like an SWBL, you have to have a great season. MOIF is so pitching dominated and PLW got to have a great season and it, it's going to take a great season for somebody to win the West region every year. And all three of these guys, they played in UWIFs, correct? Played UWIF and uh, two of them played in NWA. Yeah. You yeah. think you pretty much these days have to play in UWIP to be considered the, the player of the year? I feel like you have to. You got to play yeah. on the big stage. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much become the tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. All right. Without further ado, Sam, who wins? The winner of the 2022 Player of the Year, the biggest award in our sport is Will Smithy. That's An awesome. Incredible Good. year for him, consistently getting better at both sides of the plate hit a hit walk-off home runs after walk-off home run in his regular season and in national tournaments. Will Smithy had a fantastic year. And if he can build upon that, it's going to be dangerous. Yeah. Circle city, man. It's so hot right now. People are getting tattoos and <laughs> so much social media exposure. It's crazy, right? Yeah. It's, it's an awesome league and you love to see the success, success growing. Cause if you remember Carl, when they started off in Morency as Indy Southside, yeah. uh, we were their first game, and I think the score was 27 to 2. So <laughs> they have grown immensely, and it is full circle because we were their yeah. first national tournament loss, crushing them, and then they just beat us in the finals this past year. At you don't remember this, though. They actually played in 2015 regionals. Yes, the the, the I was on nationals, but yes, yeah. in regionals, they did play as well. Yeah, they have grown. I watched them grow from boys to men. Yeah. That's Literally, awesome. they're huge. They're they're muscular and tall. Every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> so three of the five awards won by Juggernauts. Also, we got Sawyer and Will Smithy. So great job, great job, great gentlemen. Lineup. Yep. Awesome. But yep. we're not we're not done because we got Jacob Davy, who's he's he's kind of running the show for the NBA tournament. He he did it in 2020. Did an awesome job. I came there there for Sunday, and he just knocked my socks off. This this kid can do it all. He was born to be a tournament director. I think he might have some Galloway blood in him, right? <laughs> But uh, Jacob, why don't you tell us some stuff about uh, this year's tournament, the day, whatever you got? Yeah, so um, very thankful for the NWA tournament committee to uh, give us another opportunity. It's going to be bigger and better than uh, 2020. Got a full year to plan it pretty much, but uh, not really a full year because I'm excited to announce the date. Um, 
it will be returning to the typical NWA <laughs> tournament uh, weekend of July 14th to 16th. That might uh, surprise some people. <laughs> might surprise some people, but um, I think it'll be the best opportunity for us to put on the, the best tournament possible, and it'll be one that people don't want to miss. It'll be a good year for, for everyone, I think. You know, Davey, when we, the committee all got together and, you know, we decided kind of the whereabouts of where it would be, one of the decisions we made too was we want it to be successful. We want the host to have a successful tournament as possible. And we feel like it's up to the host to pick the date. So can you kind of talk through why you guys chose the July through 14th through 16th as the best possible date for you guys? Yeah, so a um, lot went into it, um, talking with our we're in partnership with visit Washington County again. So that'll help us um, have a strong uh, showing, but with venues and stuff that weekend just seemed like the best possible one with availabilities. And um, then with my work schedule as well, working in college athletics um, to put the most time into it and have the best product got to go in the summer. And then we ultimately determined back to July possible stadium coming to the venue possible mm. potentially potentially we um are in talks with the washington wild things to they may have a concert saturday night but may not so potentially um we're hoping for at least championship sunday to be uh, in the stadium and awesome. then um in talks with some local colleges for their football facilities as well Carl, I'm going to put you on the spot and flip the script on you as the host. You know, you are one of the, the founding members of the NWLA tournament. And I know oh, last yeah, year yeah. you followed along and, you know, we had the, the lowest amount of teams that we've had since 2014. And it's, do you think that coming to back to the East coast will kind of revitalize the East region to be there and we'll have more teams back to the 16 plus in 2023? Uh, definitely. I don't see any issue with them getting 16. And if, if they want to cap it or if they want to have some sort of playing like they did in the past, they'll get 16 teams quickly. This, this is going to open the door for a lot of, of leagues that didn't want to make that trek from East Coast to Indianapolis. And everyone knows Jacob's work in 2020. Everyone knows what he did. People are going to show up. and. Yeah. And he did that with such a little turnaround. So imagine what he can do with more time. <laughs> Any help you need, Jacob? I'm only four hours from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Hit me up. I appreciate it. Yeah, we have a, we already formed a local, um, you know, organizing committee type thing. Um, myself, Nate Morris, Tim Mora, Stephen Keelan, and then in awesome. partnership yeah. with uh, the tourism department as well. We have meetings with them. So uh, a lot of things planned. We're also looking to... Uh, have an exciting Friday night um, thing with our tourism department. So that'll, that should be coming to be announced here shortly. That's good. It's a good tournament, man. And there's nothing like it. There isn't. So, so thanks for keeping it going, man. It means a lot. It is definitely the most unique wiffle ball tournament out there within a rule-based set, mm -hmm. having that all-star team. And we constantly say it over and over again, it's not really an open tournament. You know, you have to play in a league to do it. The league all-star tournament. It's just, it's meant to be yeah. different. And yeah, Davey, thank you for taking it on again. I'm excited to go to Pittsburgh. I already started looking at flights we'll July 14th through the 16th. Everybody needs to be at the NWA tournament in 2023. Oh, Sam Skibby, the best player in NWA tournament history without a title, right? 
Yeah, uh, my brother might be better than me, so maybe you have to give it to him. <laughs> All right, last question, Sam, to you. What are you looking for in most this year in Wiffle? I tell you what, I am looking forward to getting a little bit better in the fast pitch cut ball mm. style. Um, I also know I am getting a little bit older, so <laughs> I am going to look forward to kind of saving my 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 strength and my arm a little bit because I feel like I've done too much the past two years too quickly. So kind of learning the ins and outs of it and putting in some work like the juggernauts have to to kind of give me a full year of training and seasoning. So, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to all the tournaments that I'll be a part of and looking forward to getting back in the swing of things after season 20 of the SWBL is now in the rearview mirror, um, kind of pushing the next era of the SWBL. Um, and kind of do a little teaser for both of you, but um, the SWBL is planning something really, really big for 2024. So we'll have more on that this summer. So I'm excited to kind of reveal that, what it's going to be this summer. Dude, your league's older than a lot of these players these days. <laughs> it's, so <true. laughs> it's so true. Yep. The players right. like Sawyer Bean is uh, five years younger than my league. Oh, so, gosh. Yeah. But uh, Jacob, anything else besides the NBA tournament you're looking forward to in 2023? Um, no, I'm just really excited to uh, invite everyone back to the Pittsburgh region and showcase uh, what we got to offer and give, a, give them a great NWA tournament. Awesome. Well, guys, this is awesome. It's uh, haven't done this in a while, but it felt like old times. So for Sam Skibby and Jacob Davey, I'm Carl Coffey. Talk to you next time. Stay safe out there. Thanks, Carl. No problem. That was fun. <laughs>